Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. Today, man, we're in the midst of getting into the month of December. It's what we usually talk about as the most wonderful time of the year. But for most of us, let's be honest, it's the most stressful time of the year. It is. And while I do love Christmas, I love everything from like Thanksgiving to December 31st. There is a lot of extra stress at this time of the year. And it can get to me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure feeling it already. I'm like, okay, I got to get gift gift shopping done. I've got wrapping to think about. And I know I get it. It's like not even actually December as we're recording this, but it feels like it's all going to come up right now because it always does for us. So I'm excited to go into this because I know that I need to follow these to a T. Well, yeah. And that's what's cool is we're doing this And we're going to drop it tomorrow on December 1st. It's going to be a special holiday episode because we know how important it is because we're starting to feel it ourselves. And a lot of times we we joke in our family that it's October 31st, i.e. Halloween, and then it's the new year. Mm -hmm. And it often gets a laugh, but it's true. That's what it feels like. It really ultimately feels like you're running downhill from basically Halloween on. And it's just... Like you said, Meg, it's constant activities. It's constant things coming in front of you. And then it seems like you're just adding a lot of things too. Like you're being pulled in a lot of different directions. You're adding a lot of different activities that you don't normally do because we try to usually keep our calendar pretty light. And then on top of that, it's all the, as the Grinch would put it, all the noise, noise, noise. It's just very noisy. It's very busy. And it seems like you're constantly inundated. So with that in mind, we wanted to get into some tips for helping you get through that holiday stress and hopefully have a more joyful season. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Let's talk about overscheduling. And I get it. It's so easy to be like, oh yeah, that's funny. Don't overschedule. But listen, you actually have to do this. You actually have to pick the things that matter most to you for this holiday season and do them. And then the other things, you have to find a way to say no. And it is so hard to say no, but there comes a point when you're just not going to be able to have every single minute of every single day scheduled with a holiday activity and someone else that you need to do something for. So you're going to have to find ways to stop yourself from overscheduling because it's self-inflicted. It is so self-inflicted. We do this to ourselves. We add more and more and more until we're like, what in the world have we done? And we have to find the way to just stop doing it. Yeah, you're right. It's it's what I think about a lot when I'm thinking about it is just setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have boundaries with what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, frankly. And like you said, it's it's saying no. And, and at the holidays, it seems harder than it is other times. First of all, I I never really apologize for having to say no because I've created that boundary personally for myself. And even as a family, we've gotten a lot better in being clear about our expectations and what we want and what we frankly don't want. And a lot of times that holiday guilt can come in and it can get more difficult to say no because people are putting the pressure on you even more. Like, hey, if you're from out of town, you really should be coming into town. If you're used to doing your own thing at home, they're like, hey, we want you at our house. And how could you miss this? And how could you miss this 
recital or this concert or this thing. And again, you got to be clear on what your expectation is and be willing to set those boundaries and just be willing to say no, which like you said, Max, easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And then you also have to be willing to embrace the imperfections because at this time of year, as with all of life, there are going to be things that don't go as we expect. Like that is just factual. And so why we think that this holiday time is going to be magically perfect, I don't know, but we have to be able to find the beauty in the imperfection. So can you just say that statement again? What was that one again? We have to find the beauty in the imperfection. And I get it. I know you're about to call me out because I'm terrible at it, but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Mag's like the classic type A perfectionist. And so it is. It's really difficult. I I way more like to go with the flow. And, and sometimes I hate cliche statements like that. But in a lot of ways, you really do have to go with the flow. Like the holiday season... You have to be willing to understand that nothing is going to go according to plan. Nothing is going to go exactly how you hoped. And even if one thing does, the next thing won't. Things will come up. People will say things they shouldn't. There will be conflict. There will be different things that come up. Things will get canceled. Maybe they'll be snowed out. Maybe, I don't know, things we couldn't even think of that will happen. You know they'll happen. Some of them can be really stressful. Some of them can be really comical if you look at the the beauty of that imperfection because a lot of ways it leads you into other things that maybe you couldn't have ever explored otherwise. Right. And I mean, my favorite example of this is, I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, but when our daughter was young and at Christmas time, she got this really rare thing called Kawasaki disease. And it was the first year we hadn't gone home for Christmas ever. And it was a really hard pill to swallow. And it ended up being one of the accidental blessings of our lives because it got us out of feeling obligated to go home and it allowed us to create this new, really family tradition of our own at Christmas time rather than always going back to the parents and all the other things that we were so focused on before them. So I think Elsa really said it best when she said, let it go. Like this is the time of year where you have to let go of those things that don't go as as you plan them and find the amazing parts of that and rearrange a little bit and let it go. Right. And, and like you said, just to touch on it a little more, I mean, like most of our family still lives in Michigan. So that's where we're originally from. And like, you're right. Even when we were forced to do that before, it still was really hard to let go of it. Mm-hmm. I remember a conversation with my brother and he was like, what are you like? I was still trying to figure out a way that we could do it. And he's like, what are you doing, man? Look out for you. Look out for your family. And I remember it now still because it, it resonated with me in the moment exactly when I needed to hear it. And maybe some of you need to hear that right now. It's okay to let things go. It's okay to embrace things not being exactly how they were. And it's okay to mix things up. If you want to change things up, if you're stale, if you're tired of how your holiday season's always gone and it's always these certain things, maybe you mix it up. Maybe you change things up to really experience a more full and enjoyable holiday. And the next one, rest up. Because again, this is a really, really busy time of year. And if we don't find time to at least take mini rests, and I get that maybe it won't be the time of year that you sleep your eight hours. I understand that. But if you can find little pockets of rest or 15 more minutes to sleep or just a little bit of enjoyment time, I think that's really going to help you enjoy your holiday season more because you won't feel so frazzled. You'll have time to yourself. You'll have a little bit more energy to take on the things that must be done because you'll have also had a little bit of downtime to just be. Right. And what comes to my mind is just being still and being present. So not only are you giving yourself time and for your own self-care to be still, to be 
by yourself. Also, find the time to be present with your family, to be present in those moments. A lot of times we can think about what's the next thing or next five things or next 10 things we have to do. And the, and you can be running around like your hair's on fire. And instead, what would happen if you just sat back and appreciated those moments? And just as a small note to you said, maybe you won't get your eight hours of sleep. I find it funny as creatures of habit that we're so used to like getting that sleep and we're so used to making sure we're doing the things to have the habits to feel the best we are. Then the holidays come around and we're going to bed later. We're doing things differently out of our routine. And then we're wondering why we're grumpy little kids again. Hmm. And it's like, it's really obvious why you're doing that. So really the only reason I say that is just to be able to give yourself grace in those moments too, and understand that things are a little different. They definitely are off schedule. At least they always are for us. And so you have to be willing to Give yourself a little bit of that grace during that time because, again, it's not all going to go perfect, as we said before. So making sure you're making time to rest, be present, and get some relaxation in when you are off during this time, if if you get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then simply unplugging. I feel like this time of year, it's even more normal. It's even more expected to be on the social medias, to do all the things, to be posting your holiday pictures, to do all these events and make sure everybody in the world knows about it. And if we can just take, and I get it, you're not going to unplug and do nothing on social media probably, but if you just take some intentional time away from it and don't feel the pressure to post at the exact minute that everything's happening in your real life, I think you're going to find that you're having a much more enjoyable experience. So maybe it is time to take a mini break from some social media. Maybe it's time to ignore the news for a little bit. All these things are just easy ways to focus on your family, focus on your friends, focus on the rest that you need, focus on all these other areas that we've talked about because it's very easy to go through this season and just feel like it was a blur. You don't even remember it. And unplugging will certainly help there. Yeah, I don't think I can say it any better. I think the only piece of advice I'll give is maybe you do take a break. Maybe you take a break for the week of Christmas. Maybe I challenge you with that today. Just take a break off of social media and the news and the media because a lot of it is just, again, going back to the noise. Maybe you do take a break. Maybe just take a break for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Maybe just give yourself a chance to be more present because it's so easy, y'all, to pick up that phone and get pulled in. And I do it a lot. I'll be honest. But what would it look like if you didn't do that this year? What would it look like if you didn't get pulled into the fear mongering of the news? What would it look like if you didn't have to do all these different things that are pulling a lot more of attention than you even realize they are? Mm -hmm. What if you did give yourself that opportunity? I challenge you with that. The next thing is just to be kind. Y'all, it's it's supposed to be the most giving and magical time of the year. But let's be honest, most of us are getting mad, we're rushing around, we're getting caught off in traffic, we're cursing people out, we're upset that there's long lines, we're upset with our relatives who aren't doing this, that, or the other. Y'all, we all need to be a little bit more kind. Mm-hmm. There's literally no way that it won't make a massive impact on someone. You honestly, you'll never know what people are dealing with. You'll never know what people are struggling with. Maybe they do need you to just be a little bit kind to them today. Yeah, and the two examples that come to my mind immediately are number one, like your delivery drivers at this time of year. I don't know if you guys are like us, but there's packages coming all the time here. Like we are 
it feels like we're ordering something every day because there's gifts to give and all these things. Maybe it's time to put out some snacks and a thank you note and some drinks to your drivers. I know we did that last year. We haven't set up our little container this year because our porch doesn't have a cover on it. So we have to actually get a covered container to do this. But we do like to do that. Just like, hey, we appreciate you. Take a snack. Thanks for all you do. Happy holidays. That's a super easy way to be kind to the people that are helping you out all the time by delivering all your stuff to you. Another one that I'm thinking of is anybody in retail or your food industries. Like, guys, if there's a long line, if they are delayed, if your food took forever, whatever the case is, just be kind. You don't have to call them out. It's Don't be mad. Don't ask for the manager. Like, it's just a busy time of year. It's a stressful time of year. Don't make them cry on the end of their shift. Come on. We can do better. And lastly, and I think the most important thing you can possibly do during this holiday season is to focus on what really matters. Y'all, it's not about the gifts you got or didn't get. It's not about the packages that didn't show up. It's not about the stressful you know, traffic or shopping season or whatever. It's not about any of that. Focus during this time on what really matters to you. For us, it's that family time. It's time for us to get together and just spend additional time with family and friends that we don't necessarily get to do that all the time. It's a reminder to prioritize that time for us. And I think it's so easy to get distracted and pulled away from from any of it. For us, it's a time to celebrate the birth of Christ. I mean, it's a time to celebrate that Jesus was born. I mean, that's a huge part of this time. And it's a, it's so easy for me personally to forget that. And that's something that I can't answer for you for what's most important. But I think if you think about it and you think beyond the little annoyances and irritations and distractions, you can come up with a list of your own of the things that you want to focus on. But now's the time to do that. December 1st, we're here. We're in the month. Whether you like it or not, it's going to be a domino until Christmas. So right now, you need to set the expectation and focus on what is going to be the most important things for you. And it can't be an extensive list, y'all. The list can't be multiple pages long. We need to pick one, two, maybe three things we're going to focus on this holiday season and use these next 25 days to do that. I don't know if I can end it better than that. So I just hope that today has given you guys just some things to think about, just a way to reduce your stress and enjoy your holiday season more. From our family to yours, guys, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all the things. Love you. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.